0: Skype and I
1: Welcome to Lizzie Cooperman's In Your Hands. I'm Lizzie and this is a show where you determine the course of my fate on a weekly basis. The show comes out every Thursday. That's when you listen, then go to my Instagram stories and cast your vote. I get the results on Friday and I take immediate action. That's when I set sail on the Zumba cruise. That's when I tell the team of scientists, yes, clone me, you've got the green light, but you can listen to the show anytime and I also have to say, I realized this is the 20th episode. The show is now 20 weeks old. It's ready to sit in a high chair. Is it? Is it ready for solid food? I don't know. I don't know that much about children. But thank you for your continued discernment, your vibrant listening, your powerful choices. I really appreciate all of it. Let's dive into the past. Last week, you had a choice between death row and ocean flow. Do I begin a correspondence with a death row inmate or ocean flow? Do I overcome my historic just distaste of the beach by heading out to the ocean? And when I get there, continue this just ongoing manifestation process that you've been voting for um, and take a page from our collective spiritual guru, Steve Harvey, and follow his sage advice to write down 300 things that I want and then walk directly into the ocean. And you guys voted by just a sliver. Ocean flow. I want to tell you, uh, before we move on from death row, not physically, just as a concept, I want to tell you that I heard from Rachel at the Death Row Support Project First of all, she told me that um, someone who listens to the podcast ended up signing up for the program and is going to be corresponding with an inmate. And that made my heart sing. Like, my heart is a terrible singer. It can only sing Love Shack at karaoke. But yeah, that made me so happy. Also, she said, for those of you who were like, I just can't get into longhand. That's what's stopping me from changing another person's life, she said there's now this server. They, they actually get tablets, she said, and they go through this thing called JPay. So if your fear of carpal tunnel was holding you back, it should no longer be a concern. Thank you so much to Rachel. So I decided to go to Will Rogers Beach, um, which is like a 45-minute drive. There were so many cars. I was like... <laughs> Is Ariana Grande playing at the beach today? It was insane, but I got a good parking spot. I made that trek with like the mounds of sand, kind of like bending my flip-flops until I found a spot with a beautiful view. I spread out all my things, grabbed my notebook, then realized I did not have a pen. What I did have was two nights prior, I'd performed in this at this venue where I asked for a writing utensil, and they had given me this emerald permanent marker. So, you know, green is the color of the heart chakra, and apartment therapy would have loved the pop of color. So I started writing. I would say around 100, I thought, there are going to be some repeats for sure. I I was like, I must have written Gorgeous House twice. But you know what? Steve Harvey probably has 20 houses, so it's fine. I did end up kind of breaking down those larger concepts like house, vacation, into subcategories. So I'd be like, okay, what do I want in the house? A stunning clock. What do I want out of a relationship? Um, An omniscient boyfriend. I just start tacking adjectives onto everything. Um... Around 200, there was a lag. I kind of had law of attraction, muscle fatigue. But then something kicked in at about 290 where I was like, I feel like these last 10 are going to matter. And without going into too much detail, because it's all so embarrassingly genuine, I'll just say number 300 was a directive that caused me to walk directly into the ocean. I got into about my waist. I stayed in longer than I thought I would. And I will say, I'm still in here. (laughs) I am recording this from the depths of the Pacific Ocean. Um, No, but it actually, it was cathartic. And I found that while it wasn't completely transformative, um, the shifting perspective around the ocean itself felt significant. And that brings us barreling into the lukewarm embrace of the present. This episode is called Bear Walk Zero Talk. Let me just tell you, I've stopped going on my daily walks because I became suddenly afraid of the Eagle Rock bear. I live in this neighborhood, it's called Eagle Rock, and about a year ago, there was a bear that people were posting about, it was just kind of like walking down the sidewalk, digging through people's garbage. I had kind of forgotten about it until I saw on the news that three weeks ago, there were two more bears that were found on the freeway really close to where I live. And it's been kind of paralyzing to me. It's brought the steps to a screeching halt. I'll be shamed by my noom coach. I'm sure of it. Publicly humiliated in front of the elementary teacher, elementary school teacher from Boise, who said he was shocked that I didn't do meal prep. So for the next month, I'm gonna be helping a friend of mine out. They have a dog that needs to be let out every day in the middle of the day, and I was thinking, instead of driving over there every day, why don't I do, it's 40 minutes to and from their house, so 80 minutes total, why don't I walk? And while I'm doing that, listen to the audio book, Clan of the Cave Bear. Clan of the Cave Bear is also the very first movie I ever saw with people having sex in it. Daryl Hannah, thanks for the memories. So the idea is that by walking, you know, it's going to be 3.5 miles every day, listening to this audiobook, I will be forced to kind of face my fear of getting back into that walking routine uh, for fear of being mauled. The other option is called zero talk. This one's been kind of brewing for a while. I've been really wanting to do a silent meditation. I'm gonna do the DIY version. I'm not gonna go anywhere. I'm just gonna stay in my apartment and not speak to anyone. Um, Saturday and Sunday, and then Sunday night, I'm going to emerge with a live tarot on Instagram. Um, I'm like, I'm going to emerge like a phoenix on Instagram Live. I'll emerge like Phoenix, Arizona with a cactus and questionable beliefs. Um, So those are the two options for today. Bear walk, zero talk. Of course, I wanted to speak to some experts. So I actually... Can't believe the experts I found for this episode. First, I wanted to know um, what should I do if I encounter a bear while I'm just taking in this classic novel. I cannot imagine a better expert than the one I found. This is Chuck from Be Bear Aware. So, Chuck, can you tell me a little bit about what you do?
2: Well, I'm the director of the Be Bear Aware campaign, and for approximately forty years, we've been doing educational programs and developing educational materials about being safe in bear country for all bears. I am a grizzly bear enthusiast, but it's really about all the bears. Black bears, grizzly bears, brown bears, polar bears, and so forth.
1: So there have been a lot of bear sightings in East Los Angeles. I live in um, L.A., and I'm just wondering, what do you think is the right you know, reaction if you come across a bear in the city?
2: In a city situation? Yeah. You should be a little bit more concerned because this bear has been pushed out of the forest, probably by bigger bears, uh, looking for its own space, and it may be food condition because the cities in eastern Washington, is that where we're talking about?
1: Uh, in East Los Angeles.
2: In East Los Angeles, there is not adequate bear avoidance education programs and policies to stop bears from getting human food. And once they've got human food, they potentially can become dangerous. Not always, but sometimes they relate to the human food smell uh, on people and it leads to a a situation of predatory behavior.
1: So say, or are there, okay. Or
2: they're more willing to let people approach them.
1: So say, for example, it's garbage day. I've put out my garbage. I have some leftover popcorn shrimp from Red Lobster in there. Yeah. The bear smells fish, goes through the garbage. How does that make uh, the bear more dangerous that it's... Well, they start getting in the
2: garbage into dumpsters and food along the road, and they start relating that food instead of their natural wild foods.
1: Oh, I see. Sorry, does it change their reaction in terms of how they might perceive a human being or their behavior? Yes, they might not be as guarded, and
2: they would avoid people normally, but now they see people as a source of the food. And so they wanna be around people, and then you just end up with someone doing something that's not smart, Uh, touching the bear. Timothy Treadwell in Katmai National Park used to kiss him on the lips, and the Park Service were unable to get him out of the park. Uh, Many eventually got killed and eaten. Um, Other people have been known to put their kids on the backs of bears. And that's all inappropriate and extremely dangerous.
1: What makes people think that's okay, I wonder? That is
2: Because we have show-offs on TV that do that. At one time, over $100 million was spent telling the public it's okay to approach, follow, interact with, and feed bears. All wildlife.
1: So I live in Eagle Rock, California, and last year there was a bear roaming around pretty close to where my apartment is. And and I'm just wondering, if I were to come across the bear on a walk or something... Well,
2: what you should do is stop and assess the situation. And I gotta tell you, that's probably what a normal bear would do, is stop and try to figure out who and what you are. And you do the same thing. Is it an individual bear? Is it a mother bear with cubs? Um, is it a dominant, aggressive-looking bear that's giving you warnings? Uh, just what is it's a situation, and I hope you're carrying real, high-quality bear spray. Not pepper spray, bear spray. And then you take that out, take the safety off, and you're prepared if it should charge you.
1: What does the bear spray do exactly?
2: The bear spray stops the bear from being able to inhale and exhale deeply it can't see right it can't hear right it's uh nose which it breathes through swells and reduces the amount of oxygen to the heart muscles and to the lungs of course the mouth fills up with mucus that i can't swallow can't Uh, growl, can't clack its teeth, Mm -hmm. can't do a lot of the normal behaviors it would in a confrontation, so it chooses to leave, but most of all it cannot inhale and exhale deeply to prepare to do battle. And that lasts for about an hour, and when bears have uh, come around after an hour or so, they've showed zero aggressive towards the people that spray them, but I would not hang out Or stay close to a bear I've had to spray.
1: Have you used the bear spray before?
2: Yes, I have in several different kinds of situations. And on our YouTube channel, we have a video that explains how to deploy bear spray at a highly agitated, charging bear, which people need to know. Because you have to be spontaneous. The bears can move uh, 60 feet in 1.4 seconds. So they can be extremely fast.
1: Whoa, 60 feet?
2: Yep. So if I see bear signs, um, bear scat, which is bear poop, or digging or claw marks in trees or berry patches that have been eaten, I get my bear spread out in case the bear is still nearby, and I smell... You know, dogs that roll in food or get wet have that musty odor or pungent odor
0: to them, mm-hmm.
2: so do bears. And also, I look and listen carefully around, and in a non-threatening voice, I call out, are you still here? Are you nearby? And if I do see the bear, say it stands up, which they've done when I've done that when hiking, I go, hi there, bear. How's the bear doing? I use the word bear once I see the bear. So everyone by me and near me knows that I now am in the uh, presence of a bear. And I don't use a threatening tone. I project it so the bear hears I'm a non-threatening human, sees my actions as non-threatening. And I usually have hiking partners who we gather together children behind us and just be non-threatening and the bear usually just leaves the area and we go on our way or if we have to we back up. Walking backwards is a form of bear communication that you do not want to have a fight. You do not turn and walk away, you back away. That's what bears do to each other and it means I don't want to be a threat to you.
1: Final question. Have you ever read Clan of the Cave Bear? And <laughs> what? Read what? <laughs> the book Clan of the Cave Bear. No. What's that book about? <laughs> I'm supposed to be reading it for something as, as kind of part of this project. So I haven't read it yet, but it's about a woman who's kind of raised by Neanderthals. It was turned into a movie starring Daryl Hannah. I'm
2: going gonna, I'm gonna to have to look into it.
1: Thank you so much, Chuck.
2: Okay. Anytime I can help.
1: As you might imagine, I'm already on REI.com looking at Bear Spray. Wow, this is $57.95. Not to be confused with Hairspray starring Ricky Lake. You know what, though? It's an investment. $57.95, but your life is worth $58. Remember that. Next, of course, I really wanted to talk to an expert in silent retreats, and I found a wonderful one in Bruce.
0: Yeah, we're in Assisi, Italy. Have you ever been here before?
1: No, I haven't.
0: Well, it's one of the most peaceful places in the world. It's the home of St. Francis of Assisi.
1: Right. Oh, my gosh.
0: We lived, here, we lived here for 12 years, and, but now we're back into Southern California and we come back and forth.
1: Bruce, what do you think are the benefits of doing a silent retreat?
0: Oh, there's so many gifts.
1: Mm. The main mistake, people, when they think of a silent retreat, it's about not talking.
0: And that's not what it's about at all. What it's really about is having a time of peace and quiet. And most people, they're so busy. And, you know, we lived outside of America for many years, and we came back. And we realize, in America, even though we have everything, we're anxious, we're neurotic, we're uptight. Um, Mm. We have everything, and yet we don't really have well-being. You know, we're not really enjoying life because we're so busy. So a silent retreat is coming back to just being in the moment and drinking the peace of this moment. And so it's very healing for people.
1: Yeah, people are really busy here. I'm like those with jobs. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. You
0: don't know how to enjoy just being present. And, uh, you know, even in free time, we're doing, you know, extreme sports. We're doing this, we're doing that. And a Saturday night treat is about not doing, it's about just being for a few days.
1: I love that. Now, how do you begin the day? Slowly. Mm. <laughs>
0: You know, I mean, most people, they can't begin the day immediately. They have all these plans. There's everything to do. So at a silent retreat, you get up slowly. And then uh, breakfast is, everything is taken care of. All the meals, the program, everything. And then you practice just receiving the quiet in the moment. And then you begin receiving the quiet in your own heart. And when you receive the quiet in your own heart, you discover there's a big treasure here. And you go deeper and deeper in your own heart. And we call this heartfulness meditation. Just receiving the deep quiet and peace
1: of our own heart. And Silent Retreat is a real vacation. When you say peace in your heart, I'm like, what if I have a heart murmur? (laughs) It's benign. It's benign. Um,
0: Most people are a little nervous about coming into their heart. And so we say you want to hold your heart. So the one of the gifts of the silence is that it washes our awareness. And I'm trained as a psychologist, and I believe silence is the best psychotherapy there is. Because it's just pure peace and quiet.
1: Wow. Thank you so much. This has been so enlightening. And how can people find you?
0: They can find us from a website called silentstay.com. S-I-L-E-N-T-S-T-A-Y.com. Or if they want to join us in Italy, they come to asceticretreats dot Oh
1: my gosh! And they can stay with you, right? <laughs> just
0: kidding. <laughs> or they can send us an email. We have a center here in Assisi. and we're just opening again in uh, Santa Barbara because of COVID and everything. And uh, we have a great, we're part of a great big institute where people can stay with us.
1: Bruce, thank you so much for the opportunity to chat. <laughs>
0: Yeah, come visit us sometime. We're not so far away.
1: I would love to do that. Thank you, Bruce. I'll be on your doorstep in but a fortnight. I'll be arriving in a CC. Wow. Okay. I'm so excited to bring on my guests. I just want to let you know we had this conversation before I spoke with Chuck, so I was not yet bare aware. Okay, here they are. We have Roz Hernandez. She's the host of Starburn's very own Ghosted. She's been featured in People, in oh Vulture, oh, and has also toured in Dragons, has. Bargain Bin Beauty, Roz Drez Filaz. <laughs> I could not love her more. And we have Oscar Montoya. He's the lead on the HBO show Minx. He's been on comedy Bang Bang, Bless the Hearts on Hulu. Yeah. <laughs> and host of three podcasts. Oh, my God. How? Why? Why? Spanish I keep. Presents, Mm -hmm. Inside the Disney Vault, Mm -hmm. Uh, and Podcast Killed the Video Star.
3: You got him!
1: I can't even believe it. Have I been Uh,
3: on all three of those? I think you have. (laughs) (laughs) I love having Roz. You're like, uh, we all know. I haven't seen you post-pandemic, I don't think.
4: No. No.
3: Well, it's good to see you. It's
4: good to see you. Remember (laughs) when we did that live where we talked about that movie, that horror movie? I do this thing in every October where I have... (gasps) <gasps> Spooky friends talk about horror movies we've never seen before, and Roz was one of the people that I had to have. It was so wait. good because she's such like a horror head,
3: obviously. I am a horror. And head. what was the movie that we? That's how oh. you and I, you and I bonded because we did a show together, and you had a Frank and Hooker shirt on, ah, and I right. knew Frankenhooker. And, Hooker. and uh, so wait, Frank what Hannah was I your letter? thing
1: you used to do with Tyra Banks?
3: Oh my God, I did live readings of
4: her yes. novel. Model land on Facebook Live. I don't know. What's her book about? Tookie de La Creme is a what she calls a forget a girl, a girl that everyone forgets, even though she
3: looks like a, a fashion model. A okay, you girl. both looked right at me.
1: <laughs> no, I just was horrified <laughs> by it. If you were
3: forget a girl, we'd be looking past you. Okay, <laughs> okay,
1: Roz? That is so true. Right? Okay.
4: And she so she lives in um in a world where a select few girls make it to the most exclusive modeling school in the world called wow. Model Land. They're selected by these magical creatures called scouts.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. You're like, they're accosted at a shopping mall. They're accosted at the centuries.
4: But these creatures are like, they can fly. And they scout, like, the premises. And they say, what? you. Yeah, and they give them, like, a, a little golden mask. It's a golden mask, but it's like a golden ticket. Hello. And so Tookie gets invited, magically, accidentally. She goes to this school. Where she meets girls that are not your typical sort of model looking girls. Um, and both like they go.
1: <laughs> no, no, I just, no, I, was I, I was looking at my computer. I was looking at my computer.
4: If anyone's the fashion model here, you are clearly. Okay, um, but then it's okay. very Harry Potter.
1: No, <laughs> no, I, thought I was, no, What if I thought I was? And if there's a model in this room, clearly it's Roz. Uh huh. It's <laughs> definitely Roz. No, I'm kidding. I'm. A... That's what you
3: wait, wait, wait. listeners. Of away. This, I want listeners of the show to know that Lizzie no. hugged me when I walked in, and then she <laughs> nice. hugged Oscar. And she goes, she said to Oscar, "This is the best hug I've ever had in
1: my entire life."
3: And Rosa's so like, I'm very offended. Uh-huh. That's really, where all of this is coming from. Oh my god! Tookie. Oh my
1: god! Tookie. you guys, we have okay. the choice of a lifetime to make today. Yeah. I'm excited. So they vote every week on what I do next.
4: Do you have a name for your fans?
1: Okay, you know what I was going to call them? If it ever, but I didn't want to impose it on them because you can't be like, this is what you guys are. You know what I mean? Like, if I was like, okay, kitten ears. You're like, okay, we're kitten ears. Like, just, I feel like all podcasts. Listen, all the divas do it, However, I was thinking, because it's kind of like crowdsourcing. I was thinking of calling them sorcerers.
3: That's pretty good. I would, Okay. are you kidding? That's, (laughs) I wish you didn't come up with it. I wish they came up with (laughs) it. Right. But it's good.
1: Can you guys pretend to come up with it? and Yes.
3: yeah. Well, I'm
1: telling good. the listeners, like, when I post about this episode, someone just write, can we be called Sorcerers? Absolutely.
4: And, oh, like, yeah, hashtag yeah. it and make it a thing. right. So, like, right. It, it catches on. Because Sorcerers is brilliant. Wait, it did you
1: really have good. an idea? Because I love that you asked that.
4: No, I was just curious. Because you said they. And I was like, oh, I wonder if Lizzie has... A name right. for them, you know?
1: Right. Oh my God, okay, I guess this is where it's born then. Oh my God, I just got you. Just...
4: This is it. This, this is it. I was it. kidding. I'm
1: like, no, I didn't. There's no air conditioning <laughs> going in this room. It is actually like 97 <laughs> degrees. <per laughs> what happened? You guys, are you like sweltering I feel to the right. death? I'm fine.
0: Okay. Yeah, I feel okay.
1: Fine.
4: Not to turn on on you and your podcast. I'm like, but, but I'm Rosin a model I in
1: perimenopause. <laughs> Like I just hit menopause, and I'm like, I'm the model. (laughs) Um, Okay, the decision today is between bear walk or zero talk. So here are the the two things. I am so scared of the Eagle Rock bear. Did you ever hear about this bear?
3: No, I need to know more about this. Okay, I know a few bears that live in Eagle Rock. They're great. (laughs) (laughs) They're lovely. Lovely. Nothing to be afraid of. Are they friendly? In a way. (laughs) (laughs) That is
1: incredible. That is incredible. Now, what's the Eagle Rock bear? There was a bear roaming around Eagle Rock in 2021, in the spring of 2021. And I someone, like, started a Twitter Wearing account a for it. It was actually really funny. <laughs> Wearing a
4: white A mask, I hope. Wearing... This uh, is I, I the middle I of the pandemic. Hope.
1: The tweets were like, I'm just looking for the glass cell target. Like, very Eagle Rock-esque jokes. <laughs> right, okay. I think Mike O'Brien tweeted something about it. Like, it was flipping a house or something like that. <laughs> like, there's a lot of Eagle Rock-esque. For those of you, for those of you listening, a.k.a. Sorcerers. That's what <laughs> oh,
3: that was smooth. Yes. Also known as
1: Sorcerers. <laughs> Eagle Rock is kind of a it's like a laid back kind of cool neighborhood mm-hmm. in Los in East Los Angeles. Well, I it to, I totally forgot about the Eagle Rock bear. Then, 3 weeks ago, there was a news story about a bear spotted on the 210 freeway. No. Yeah. Just hanging out? Yes. Same
3: description or a different one?
1: Well, this is what's crazy. Was so- it
3: wearing a mask? Was it? Very important. It's coming back. It's coming
1: back. Here's like here's another insane thing. A couple months ago, I had to go out in the middle of the night to buy Drano. I do cut my bangs in the sink. <laughs> I was gonna
3: say with Drano. <laughs> what? <The scissors.
1: laughs> you just dip my your sink.
3: hair in draino until it, just it dissolves. <laughs>
1: My sink was clogged and I was like, I can't, I don't like to go to, I don't like standing water in my apartment. I don't like to leave out a pot soaking because that's what attracts like silverfish and cockroaches. Really? Yes. Like if you take a shower, open a window. Oh, you got to it Do not out. leave your sink wet at night. That is what attracts... Insects. I don't even want an aquarium. Like, there was an episode of this where I was like... You don't
3: even want an aquarium.
1: <laughs> or
3: like... <laughs> well, we all have one.
1: <laughs> well, for part of this, for
3: an Yeah, episode, Lizzie, you're weird for not wanting an aquarium. You're the one person that's not going to have a clownfish
1: <laughs> in your living room? You guys, the thing is, I was for an episode, I was like, should I get a secret pet? Because I'm not allowed to have pets in my apartment. Oh, yeah. And I was like, well, maybe I could get a fish. But then I thought, I can't have standing water. It's just the idea of having any kind of like source that would attract. Do you think there's going to be
4: silverfish swimming with the other fish?
1: I saw a silverfish in my apartment.
3: Well, that's what was the cause te- hey, of it? Hey, that's technically a fish. That's and a pet. <gasps>
1: well,
3: it's a kind of fish. That
1: is. You should keep
3: it head. as a pet. A <laughs> so incredible. it all worked out. Sorcery.
1: Well, here's the crazy thing, actually, of how this connects to the bears. So every time they see a bear, they're like, someone says, oh, I think I saw the same bear in my yard. And then I go, no, that means there's two bears.
4: Yeah, maybe more.
1: That's like when people see a cockroach at night and they're like, oh, I see the same cockroach every night. That's an infestation. Likely infestation. (laughs)
3: Wow. Oh, my God. You don't think there's like a singular
4: bug just hanging out in an apartment?
1: I don't think so. I think that's a
4: Pixar
3: movie.
1: Us, that is a Pixar movie.
3: Just a cute little cockroach being like, I'm here alone. Aww. You
1: know? That's really That's looking is for cute. my other roach.
3: They lost their mommy. But there
1: are no stakes because they won't die. Like, that's what a cockroach. (laughs) If it were the lead in a movie, it's like, yeah, it's going to beat you no matter what. Like, the (laughs) cockroach will outlive all of us.
3: That's true.
1: (laughs) But that's the thing with the bear. So, I saw three weeks ago, they found one on the 210, and they said, oh, we think there were two bears originally, but it could have been the same bear, but they only caught one of the bears. Mm. My feeling is that we are surrounded by bears as we speak. (laughs) this happened 20 minutes away from us on the freeway. Have you ever seen a
4: bear in person before?
1: Well, when I went out to get Drano that fateful night, Uh I went to To the CVS.
3: (laughs) (laughs) To dissolve your bangs. dissolve your bangs. (laughs) To dissolve my bangs, which is how
1: I cut them. (laughs) (laughs) That's incredible. I was driving home on the two freeway, and I swear to God, on the guardrail, I saw a cub like a bear cup, no, a tiny black bear. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God. And it was so late at night. I was like, I don't even know, was I hallucinating? And then I, that's when I started looking it up and I was like, oh my God, there was just a, you know. Then I started reading about the bear of Eagle Rock. And then my friend who lives in Pasadena said, that's so crazy because last night there were helicopters in my neighborhood Because there was another bear in Pasadena. Oh, my God. They're getting bolder. These bears are getting bolder. Mm. And also, I guess because it's been a dry winter, they're like now heading. I'm like, they're going to the L.A. bars. (laughs) They need to. (laughs) They're ready to party, baby. (laughs) (laughs) But they need like a water source. Yeah. So the other part to this is. I'm taking care of someone's dog this week. I'm supposed to let it out every day at noon, or actually for the next four weeks. So I'm taking care of my friend's dog, and I'm thinking because they live—it's my friend and his boyfriend. They live, like, 45 minutes away. What if I get over my fear of the bear? Because I haven't been wanting to, like, go outside and walk since this happened.
4: And you saw a cub. I can't believe you saw
1: a cub. I also found out last year when they were reporting on the Eagle Rock Bear— it was a block away from my apartment.
3: Oh my god! And so, you didn't live there at the time. He, uh,
1: no, I didn't live there at the time. And the thing is, I do the Noom app, and I'm supposed to be getting like a certain amount of steps every day. And ever since this bear has been like in my consciousness, I have not, you're not been doing wanting, your steps. Yeah. No, I'm not doing my steps. I feel like it's affecting you. It totally is. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I also I feel like I attract animals into my life. I really do. I had an apartment at the beginning of the pandemic where I had a peacock that would constantly come and just sit on my...
3: What? <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, Snow White. Like, everywhere you go.
1: I had a giant peahen that every morning at 9 a.m. You had a, a am, what? Like a... a it's female, a lady peacock. A female peacock. It's called a peahen?
3: Peahen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Duller colored. Dull.
1: Yeah. yeah. So
3: a peacock is the man? Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. Yes. Peacock is the manic panic so version.
3: So is man, <laughs> hen yes. is woman. Yes.
1: Okay. Yeah. I'm learning. I'm learning. <laughs> so I've had that. I've had raccoons at my apartment before. I've had a possum on my fence. I'm just like, oh, no. I feel like there's an animal in the area. I'm going to attract it. It might be like, a, I feel like it's almost a self But a bear, like a bear is a
4: completely different story. I mean, they're dangerous.
1: Right. I Have mean, you- what is
4: a peahen
3: going to do? Squawk? The thing is, (laughs) I've never heard of peahen and I'm having a hard time getting it. You didn't have zoo books as a kid? We didn't have that.
1: (laughs) Peahens have been known, peacocks have attacked people before. What? They're they're very protective of their nest. Yeah, there was a story. You guys, I've read way too many animal (laughs) attack stories and should probably be institutionalized at this point (laughs) in the show. I'm like, I read an article two years ago about a peacock attack. In Miami, Florida, like there was a peacock in front of a, an apartment building, like a giant one. This was a male and people couldn't get into the building. And one person was like, I just, I'm just going in. And the peacock like attacked the person. It was a violent, yeah, was they're the not friendly. Okay? No, no, I don't know. <laughs> I actually don't know. I don't remember. I should look it That's up. That's how I am with snakes. Okay, I look
3: up anything snake related. Really? About two weeks ago, I believe that I saw a long tail going underneath the fence in my neighborhood.
1: Okay. So that's interesting because it might have
3: been a lizard, I don't know what it was, but it was like a the it was like at least two inches I saw that was like going under
1: so now I don't want to go in
3: my neighborhood. Because of okay. the snake, yeah. Oof.
1: So you kind of have a similar thing a little bit. Yeah. You feel like you'll see it out of the corner of your eye or something.
3: Yes, I believe I constantly think if I hear something in the bushes, I was going out to get Drano for my Ah. my bags. No, you too. (laughs) I guess all the cool kids are doing it. (laughs) No, I saw I actually saw bears. All
1: the models. (laughs) All the models.
3: All the top models. (laughs) I okay. I saw I saw bears. Two of them. Claremont, Ross, What are you doing a couple years ago? I was doing a gig. <laughs>
1: okay. Let's tell the sorcerers. How far away is Claremont? It's not that far away.
3: I don't know. It's not, somebody else drove, but it was like, <laughs>
1: I'd say it's 30, 40 minutes away.
3: Something that, not, like that. Yeah. I was doing a gig. And as I was leaving, this was like when I was doing drag all the time and I was hosting some benefit or something. As I was leaving, like everyone else was leaving, and I'm like, "What is going on? Like, let's get out of this damn parking lot! Like, come on, people!" Oh
1: my God. And we were just talking about this, like how you, after a show you're like, "I don't want to talk to you." No, it's time to go. go home. Okay? <laughs> yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> I did my thing. I need to go home now. Yeah, right. It, though it it's also bad if you're like, all right, I'll take pictures with everyone, and they're like, mm, we're good.
1: Right, right, right. After every show, I, I just stand out of the parking lot and I go, show's <laughs> over, people. And I slam with my keyboard CDs and, <laughs> <laughs> with my CDs splattering all over the pavement, and then I embarrass it like humiliatingly have to pick them up by my, my ass crack.
3: <laughs> Your pants rip. <laughs> <laughs> show's over. Oh, my God. <laughs> 8 tons. 10s um, So, <laughs> anyway, we're, like, Flagged in down. traffic, okay. and I'm, like, what's going on? Finally, I notice that there's two bears crossing in, fr- in the parking lot of this place.
1: Now, I have
4: They're never here. heard of bears just, like, being out and about. This is the first time yeah. I'm hearing about this. What, what are we going to do? <laughs> this is, like, reverse Goldilocks. Nice. These, how, these bears are going to be smart enough to get inside our homes... Right. Eat our porridges, sleep in our beds.
1: They love swimming pools, by the way. That's another they thing. Sometimes they they're just like, they just want to take a dip. And my friend lives in Monrovia, which is only like 40 minutes away. And he goes, oh, I see bears on my hike all the time. No. On your
3: hike? No, no, no.
1: Wait, can I also say, Roz literally has the symbol for my show tattooed on her arm.
3: Yeah, I'm a huge fan. Huge fan.
1: <laughs> it is incred- I want incredible. I won a competition
3: to be here. <laughs> <laughs> This is kind of my dream. <laughs> it's the only way I could get oh booked on God. this show. <laughs> she got the tattoo. A tattoo.
1: I'm like, Roz has been wearing so many tank tops lately. Oh I didn't even my notice gosh. it.
3: No, I've I had this it. tattoo for a few years, but it is a crystal ball with hands. With
1: two hands. With two creepy it's beautiful. Amazing. witchy hands. It is beautiful. But um, anyway, okay, think so- about like
3: alligators and... Yes, this I'm happens with the Florida Evergl- Everglades. Do you know about that? Yes, like the pythons that are all over the place,
4: and people being so casual about it. I couldn't do
1: right. it. Right. So, uh, so the idea is, I'm going to walk to my friend's house for the four weeks, there and back. I looked it up. It's a total of four weeks of this walk will be seventy miles. And my idea is to make use of the time because I barely read anymore. I'm going to listen to the audiobook "Clan of the Cave Bear."
4: Now, what is that book I don't about? Know that book.
1: That book was the first sex I ever saw in my life. Actually,
4: what do you Wait,
1: mean? What? It was a movie. It was a book that was turned into a movie starring Daryl Hannah. Oh, <gasps> really? Wait, and.
4: Yes. Sunny Bo- was bone No, Ringo
1: Star was in that? Oh. Wait a second. Hold on. Hold on, hold on. We hold need on, to see. On. We need to see.
4: There was some other
3: star in it that I was but like, Daryl Hannah bear. has sex. With
1: There's a, bear. a scene. Yes. I just remember with a bear. <laughs> with <laughs> a bear.
3: Yeah. Is it about bears? What is that?
1: Well, it's called Clan of the Cave Bear because one member of this clan, I believe, of men was like mauled by a bear.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: and I actually don't know th- too much about what it's about, but I know that Daryl Hannah is basically, like, raised by Neanderthals, and because she has all this strength as a w- woman, everyone's intimidated by her.
3: Well, hottest woman named Daryl And ever. the hottest mm-hmm. woman. The hottest woman named Daryl <laughs> by far. <laughs>
1: Rose, yes. The oh poster of the
3: movie is so cool. Yeah, Wait, I
1: never it. even thought about what a cool name Daryl is
3: it's a great name or like Glenn Close like great name Glenn. I love it Glenn wow. is a great
1: name
3: oh my is that Daryl on that's the, Harold on that's Daryl
1: yes oh wow
3: I don't know this movie I was thinking as you were saying about the bear attack that what's that famous documentary with the guy that bear man
1: oh. bear man like that
3: <laughs> grizzly, oh man? Right. grizzly man grizzly man grizzly man yes
1: yes yeah. Anyway, so I remember my parents watching it in the living room, and I was supposed to be in bed, and I came downstairs, and I was like, what are they doing to her? It was just Daryl I oh getting, God. like, nailed on all fours, like, oh, oh. and my parents like, go to sleep. Go back to bed. Get out of here. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Get, Get out, out of here. What are they doing to her? <laughs> just fully pounded and just...
3: Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. So you want that memory triggered on your walk.
1: I think I, in a way, I'm like, maybe I should explore the story around it Mm because it was kind of an informing moment for me.
3: Mm.
4: Absolutely. In
1: some way. I don't know. It feels somewhat imprinted. So I was like, okay, I feel like that would be a good mix. Because I was just trying to think of something. What am I going to do as I'm walking? Mm-hmm. I can only listen to so much Kabbalah.
3: <laughs> well, you know, we both have podcasts Lessons. that you could listen to as well. Help the download numbers.
1: Hey, Oscar Oscar's is got three.
3: five podcasts. Yeah, two listeners each.
1: <laughs> no way. That's impossible. So that's the idea. So I'm going to walk four weeks every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Walk there, listen to Clan of the Cave Bear, let out this gorgeous dog. Bring it back in, feed it, walk back, listening to Clown of the Cave Bear. I'll get my steps.
3: Absolutely. That's great. You're going to face some fears. mm -hmm. I'm going to
1: face my fears. What am I going to do? You'll walk the dog. Yes. The dog dog is getting exercise. To me. Okay. You like that one. Okay.
4: I mean, the only lose is you see a bear and the bear will attack
3: you. Do you have bear spray? (gasps) That is so interesting. What is bear spray? I think it's the same thing as like pepper spray, right?
1: Someone brought do that you up have to me last spray? night. Someone brought that up to me. They said, someone told me they got bear spray and they thought they were supposed to spray it on themselves. No. <laughs> no.
3: no. Oh my God. That's something I, I would
4: know. do. I would do something like that. Absolutely.
1: That's so funny. Oh, that's terrifying. Absolutely. What is your exp- Do you like wild animals? Do I don't. I have,
4: mm. I'm terrified of wild animals. I have a huge fear of getting eaten alive by an animal it's such a and, and i think it's because i grew up watching very twisted stuff as a kid you know i grew up with horror movies i started i watched them when i was 4 years old but amongst the horror movies when and we were 4 com- years old yeah fully <laughs>
3: Same. and like that's why oscar and i have bonded yeah. so closely
4: and it was like we have like a love for it and like a respect for it and we mm. recognize that it's not real as, at an early age but i got into faces of death Also, Uh, as a child, and I don't know if you know Faces of Death. No.
3: It's a video anthology series. It's a children's movie. (laughs) Uh, About a lonely cockroach. (laughs) No, it's like literally people dying.
4: Yeah, it's like an anthology series of like actual deaths, people dying, like people jumping in front of trains and like beheadings. And it was part of this like mondo craze where people were obsessed with like real Death and real, whatever, but, but a, a lot, lot is
3: fake, right?
4: A lot of it is staged, yeah, but but there's like real stuff mixed in between. But a lot of the stuff in Faces of Death were animal attacks <gasps> and like you know like grizzly, uh, um, just like people getting mauled by animals. Well,
1: how do you feel when you see a coyote in Los Angeles? I get a little nervous. Mm. Well,
4: because I haven't seen like a pack of coyotes. I also have seen a pack of coyotes attack a cat. <gasps> And oh, that was really sad. woof. It was it was it was wild. I went to visit a friend who lived in Glendale, and there was a cat running, and then two coyotes chasing after it, and they grabbed the cat. And I was like, I <gasps> can't. I gotta be oh, Yeah.
1: And you didn't dive in there and stay, so no, no. Lizzie. <laughs> I would have, I would have gone in there to save the cat. Isn't
3: that a I would isn't have that risked that my life. No, I just, I said, stop. Okay. Isn't that the book? Save stop. the cat.
4: Yeah. Save the cat. Is that what it's I d- about? I did not. That yeah. is incredible. Saving the cat from coyotes. The
1: screenwriting book that every <laughs> LA writer has in their trunk of their car. <laughs> Maybe you should listen to the audio audiobook of that. That's true. As you, oh, walk through. Coyote territory. I love that. I actually do already have the audiobook, Save the Cat. It's the <laughs> book everyone buys, no one finishes. No, that's
3: the secret. We've talked that's about this the Oh, the secret. Oh, oh wait, God. no, not the secret. I'm thinking artist way. Oh, the artist way. That's the other way. way. Roz,
1: yeah. I've done it multiple times. No, you haven't. The entire way through. I did my morning pages this morning. <gasps> I've been doing it for- Wait, how long have ever. you been it's doing it? the reason I do stand-up. I've been doing it for two decades. What? But yes. So
3: you've done the whole thing? Like the not looking at words and all of that? Yes,
1: I did all of it. I didn't read wow. for a week. You're the only person I've, I've g- ever met. <laughs> I've gone on my artist vacation. I've spent the night in Ojai for it. I one time went to Stillwater, Minnesota and had a- the epiphany of a lifetime. What? Standing at the foot of a frozen body of water, watching the ice melt under my shoes and being like, I have to change my life.
4: What? When, when was this? And that
1: was when I was like, I need to leave Minnesota. It was so long ago. It was like 20 years ago. <gasps> I Lizzie? need to leave Minnesota. I can't do this anymore. I don't know what, what I'm doing here. I'm going to become a realtor or something if I stay.
4: Could you imagine an alternate Universe Lizzie Cooperman
3: selling real estate. Oh my God. I would love that. Too. I, I actually am like great too. it's funny
1: said so at this point in my career I'm like, should I just become a realtor? <laughs> no, Next
3: no. week's episode. <laughs> <This town> is- <laughs> Next week's episode should she be a a realtor? Oh, oh yeah.
1: The other option is do a silent DIY silent retreat Saturday, Sunday.
4: <gasps> Wait. Is this twenty-four hours? This
1: would be Saturday. I'd start in the morning and end Sunday at 6 p.m.
4: So more than 24 hours. Mm-hmm. <gasps> why silent retreat? I'm I'm very excited Please. by this idea. You are? I'm very excited uh, by this idea. Is that idea.
1: too long, do you think?
4: Well, it, the question okay. is why?
1: I talk on the phone constantly.
3: Me too. Do you?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. I love it. Okay, I'm
4: fascinated by people do. I hate this thing. I hate it. I never look at it. I don't—it is—I hate having phones. I hate being responsible for a phone. I hate, like, being attached to it. Mm -hmm. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Do
1: you know I locked my phone in a closet for this show for 45 hours while I cleaned my apartment? I still talk to people and stuff. Like, I did a show, but I I was like, my apartment's a mess. I put my phone in my closet, and I— I monitored it on Twitch so people could log into Twitch and see my phone just sitting there in the closet to, like, prove I didn't have it. I got so much done. Yeah. My apartment's clean. Like, I now at least have, like, a base of cleanliness. So, like,
4: what what do you typically do with your phone? Call people? Yeah. You're on social media? If I'm
1: driving, I'll call someone. Yeah. My friends call me. I have a friend who calls me every day at, like, 3.30.
3: I, talk I have to that too. I'm I'm a phone talker, like an old yes. school phone this. <laughs>
1: uh-huh. Ah. Not this. Roz is holding.
3: I'm doing the hand signal the, the imp, finger, the thumb and the pinky The thing they tell you in improv 101 never do, <laughs> which is the pinky and the oh, thumb right. phone from which the, is 90s. the iconic they phone, phone tell you that? gesture. Yeah. yeah, that is a rule that they say. But you Hello? got but you're supposed to do this where yeah. it looks like you're holding a phone.
1: Holding a phone. I right. do
3: the I do the pinky.
1: Yeah, why not make your hand into a phone?
3: Yeah. It's fun. To me, this Actually, feels like a, every time people do this, I'm like, oh, you have a headset.
1: That's the future. You have a Britney no, Spears that's microphone. Mis- that's uh,
3: uh. Dr. Evil. <laughs> if you hold the pinky to the corner, you can have of the a phone. phone. <laughs> you could do Dr. Evil. You could be Britney
4: Spears. A very versatile. Yes. You can talk uh. on the
1: phone as Dr. Evil. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my God. (laughs) You
4: be Dr. Evil singing Baby One More
1: Time. Uh, Yes.
3: Oh, my God. I love that. I never think about it. Or it's like you're at a drive-thru. See, I go drive-thru. You go Britney Spears. I go drive-thru.
4: You know what I think of? I think of the Discovery Card commercials. (laughs) Do you remember those? No. Where it was like one person is a rep and the other person is like a normal person, but they look similar
3: Oh, okay. Do you know okay, those okay, bonds?
4: Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's like two people looking very similar being like, Ooh. how do I blah, blah, blah. And then they like bond and it's funny and it's cute. Are They're you out.
1: saying that they humanize the customer service representative? How dare they? They try to. <laughs> <laughs> They're the animals. That's what I'm trying to avoid on my walk. Spectrum. <laughs> okay. Do you have a minute? For- <laughs> Tell me I up. spray them. <laughs> the phone rings and I spray it.
3: Tell me what a silent retreat. Tell me more about a silent retreat. Okay, So stop. you're going to actually go to a place. You pay them.
1: I'm going to do it at home. Okay. Oh. I'm doing the budget silent retreat. Okay. okay. I'm doing yeah, budget. Yeah, 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 Also because I don't like people. No. <laughs> do you know, I did a weekend meditation retreat and I was like, these are the worst people I've ever met. Really? So there's this one guy was way too into his body. Just, you know, certain people who are into that stuff mm-hmm. are just, they touch their feet a lot. <laughs> what
4: do you mean they touch their feet like in between their toes you
1: know like dance and theater people always be like so anyway like people massage <laughs> their foot like the
4: I'm people triggered. Who, I'm triggered I, you get it I hate it people yes. who perform
1: Absolutely. barefoot that mm-hmm. was the thing for a while like I like to feel close to the earth so I perform barefoot that type of person uh, very okay. community theater Mm. Will you feel my pressure point <laughs> back chain Oh, massage. I hurt my
3: foot back when I was doing uh, Joseph. Uh, yes! I think this toe here, this is from when I did yes. Millie.
4: Back. I really wanted them to do King and I, but no Asian representation in my town.
1: Right, right. <laughs> I'm not saying there's anything wrong with dietary needs, but just like people kind of whispering and also trying to connect in a way. But seri- secretly, they're Hollywood people. Yeah. Oh, really? Well, do you have an agent? And you're like, we're at a meditation retreat. <laughs> Wait, there was a guy, I- by the way, on my meditation retreat when I went. This was years ago for my birthday. I went, I did this. There was a guy who was competitive about comedy. And I was like, I've never heard your name. You're not a comedian. (laughs) Like, I just was so annoyed because he was... Everyone was like, you're so funny, Jerome, or whatever his name was. And I was like, I'm the funny one, but I'm not being funny right now because we're supposed to be fucking meditating. And he was like entertaining everyone. Actually, his name was Dan. I do remember. Sorry.
3: (laughs) How do you make... Meditation, funny. Like, well, how was he being silly when he was meditating?
1: <laughs> it wasn't even—it would be, like, we would all have these dinners together. We would, like, quietly sit at this, like, clay table and eat, like, whatever weird legume they served us. And tea. They're, like, oh and then I get there and they're, like, and by the way, we don't drink coffee here. I'm, like, I ah! <laughs> Like, that's insane.
4: <laughs> they surprised you. They yes. shocked you with it. Oh, yes. Lord. So
1: then I was, like, angry. <laughs> it was not good. Do you feel
4: cha- did you feel changed after the retreat or—
1: I was so happy to escape.
3: (laughs) To escape. I just,
1: I didn't like it. I didn't like the funny guy. I didn't like that everyone liked the funny guy. And I was just like, you guys are all Hollywood fraud. Mm. Like, it's just that kind of thing where you think you're going for one thing. And then, you know, people start to get L.A. Gross.
4: Yeah. Mm -hmm. L.A. Gross. I definitely know that feeling.
1: Desperation film. And you're like, I actually am here because I need this right now.
4: Mm-hmm. did anyone I actually, ask you what you did and what did what did you say yeah
1: i think i was like i do comedy okay and this happened to me by the way i had someone come to fix my light bulbs and my windows <laughs> i have a million problems with my apartment but this guy came to fix stuff in my apartment and he was like so are you a student and i'm like no <laughs> like unless i'm like rodney dangerfield and back to school <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh
1: He's a student. I go no, and he goes, "What do you do?" And I should have had a stock answer, but I was on so little sleep. I should have said bank teller, but I go, "I'm a writer and performer." And he goes, oh. "Really?" <laughs> and he goes, "What do you perform?" <laughs> and I go, "Just like that." Yeah. Oh. What gosh. do you perform? And I go, "I do comedy." And he goes, "Really?" <laughs> and he scrunched up his face and he goes, "Are you funny?" <laughs> oh no. And I go, "I don't know." I go, I, I actually couldn't tell you that, and I wouldn't tell you that. And then I was like, now I'm just the meanest fucking person in the world. But it's like, would you say to a doctor, really? And you pass the exams?
3: Yeah, right? Wait. Well, what huh. do you think Dan would say? He'd
1: <laughs> <laughs> been like, how many comedians does it take to fix a light bulb? Oh, no. So this would be me in my apartment. Being angry by myself. <laughs> no. Maybe not. Maybe not.
4: No. The thing is, like, what does the... F- I mean, a lot of it is you'd be unplugged for this day, yeah? Like, you wouldn't be on your phone.
1: I can email. I just can't speak.
4: Can't speak. Okay, so a silent mm. retreat.
1: hmm
4: What does talking on the phone do for you?
1: Here's the thing that I've realized, and, and actually I have learned this from Kabbalah, is... Uh, I tend to be reactive, or if something happens, I want to call someone to talk about Mm. it. And I need to just sit with it, because usually the problem you have is a great thing, ultimately. So I would just be alone, Mm -hmm. silence, and then Sunday night, I would do a live tarot thing that I used to do called Night Slop. So you're not going to be
3: around anybody? Like, nobody's going to be—are you going to leave the house?
1: I don't think so. I mean, I will go on— Walks, bear pendant.
3: Bear No, because it's one or the other, right? Or yeah. Well, right? Okay, here. Yeah, they're
1: gonna choose one or the other. I feel like the phone can be used in rea- as a reactive tool, mm-hmm. but there are other ways. I think of processing your your feelings. You know,
4: absolutely. I mean, I think that's really important mm. to analyze that, and I do like this idea of your tarot show being the sort of like ceremony back integrated into society. Mm. That isn't like a phone call. I think that there's something really interesting about making it alive because it is it is a conversation in a way. You'll have people comment in the chat, but you're not like...
1: Cut to one person. <laughs> I'm like, I'm back, everybody. It's like a Vita coming out <laughs> to a balcony to nobody.
3: I'll tune in.
1: This is my great immersion. I'll
3: emergence. definitely tune in. Yeah, you can count <laughs> on that. silence.
1: <laughs> Okay, okay. It'll be fun. I'll post about it. You'll
4: have one viewer yeah. and it's like, you know, Paddington 2 fan. Oh
1: <laughs> that means also, that's so funny. That means also uh, this episode is going to be spoiled before next week. Because they'll know if I don't do the live that I'm doing the other thing. Right,
3: I, see, right. I see, I see, I see, um, I
1: see. Have you been silent for a long stretch of time ever?
3: Is this you telling me I should?
1: <laughs> Have you considered, Roz? I can't not you shutting the hell up. <laughs> Can we ever expect? Consider
3: the fans want to know: Will you shut up?
1: What would you rather do between the two of these <clears throat> options?
3: I would rather enjoy fresh air.
1: Mm. So you would walk despite your fear of this eagle rock bear. I could take a bear.
3: I'm sorry. What?
1: I think I could.
3: Okay, what's your strategy? what's your attack uh your your strategy? It's old school punching. <laughs> well, I'm not afraid of a bear. Have right. you seen a bear get, in real life? Get some acrylics, get, get some, some long, get some long stiletto tip acrylics. It's right. a fair fight. Claws? Thanks. Here's what I'll say
4: though. If you do walk, I want I would love for you to dress <gasps> not in a bear <gasps> Costume oh, per so you're se. Oh, say
1: like walk of shame. I want you to wear the <laughs> shortest skirt, Eagle Rock's ever seen. I'm like we don't want this, ma'am. <laughs>
4: we don't want this.
3: I mean, you could, but as long as
4: you're dressed like I a bear.
3: Yeah. <laughs> a bear
1: doesn't stress. Scary as much.
3: okay. Has a bear ever attacked somebody in the city?
1: Uh, I don't know.
3: I've never heard of it.
1: Okay, they mostly just want to go through the garbage. I think. I think so. And I have to say, But if they're last feeling threatened,
3: night, they
4: they will attack.
1: Right. Same. Especially if you see a cub. <laughs> Same. Oh my God, that's beautiful. Yeah, that's the other thing, is like it's not their fault that they're pushed out of their environment. Right. So I don't mean this it, right. to be anti bear in any way. No, it's no, just no. my own We love bears. We love bears are welcome we here. Bear. We bears. bears are yeah. loved by anyone. But Your if Hands. they
3: cross me, there's gonna be a bear skin rug in my <laughs> oh, boudoir. <you> <laughs> oh boudoir. Oh my god.
4: <laughs> Not even by the fireplace. Uh, the boudoir. <laughs> Cozy? It's crazy.
1: They were like headed to Pasadena. I'm like, they love flea markets. <laughs> <laughs> oh my they love god! A, deal. a they bear love just it. going through. <laughs> they love a deal. That would be great. A bear.
3: Just like attacking the, the Rose Bowl bear. flea market. <laughs> That would be great. I go almost every time. Do you have this in a large?
1: I wanna go with you sometime, honestly. It's
3: too hot right now. Okay. Okay. It is, yeah. yeah.
1: Okay, if I come across one. So they say if you see one, just act big and stand still. Really? Yes.
3: Oh, I thought
4: it was like to play dead.
3: Or is that a fallacy? Oh. I'm gonna find out. No, I've heard what you said. I've heard be tall. If you see a cub Because you you you, wanna scare
1: them? Yeah. Yes. Act talks. That you want the bear to think you're a model. Because
4: <laughs> <laughs> all bears are scouts. The bears really. are
1: scouts. I love the world. Oh, all- my God. Remember when people used to be like, bang, pots and pans or whatever? <laughs> oh, my God. The <laughs> pandemic scared so many bears away. Yes. The oh, beginning. Yeah.
3: The p- the pots and pans. <laughs> okay. How many? You said 70 miles you're going to be walking? Little.
1: Well, it's over the course of four weeks. So it's 3.5 miles total there there and back. So it's up 1.7 to the house, one point seven back, and I'd be doing it five days a week.
4: That's like I what mean, that half an hour, really good. thirty-five minutes.
1: I kind of think it does too.
4: Is yeah. it why? thirty-five minutes, forty minutes? How how long? Yeah, did it's I like
1: forty-minute walk. Okay, yeah, just I would get my stuff. I mean, here's the thing: what do you,
4: think? especially when you're having this like moment of like, do I like where I'm at right now? Mm. Maybe a walk will make you fall in love with LA again. Or Maybe a bear can, will maul you. Or a
3: bear will maul and you. That's your sign. What what yeah.
4: You? I
1: mean,
4: I if mean, if there's bears out there, they could be. They're I'm out just
1: there. I was gonna say
3: it would be great for the show. <laughs> <laughs> that is content.
4: For me, I am more. I am attracted to zero talk because it is something that I like and I do from time to time. Um, I find a lot of joy there. Mm. And just, like, figure, like not being distracted. I think it's about, like, not being distracted is a big thing for me. And then there is that scary, uncomfortable moment of, like, oh, what do I do when I don't have those, the comfort of um, sort of the ritual of, like, calling someone, of, like, mm-hmm. like, then what do I do? And then discovering something else, potentially another ritual or another pattern that you might enjoy. However, there is something very attractive about walking outside, feeling connected to Los Angeles and where you live right. and finding love in your surroundings.
3: Mm.
1: So these are two
3: very different things. Yeah, one's
1: outer and one's inner. Absolutely. That seems like totally. every week I have that that dichotomy.
3: Uh-huh.
1: Like even the, do I write to someone on death row or do I go to the ocean and yeah. do the 300 things? Everything is like inside, outside. Mm. Innie, outie.
4: Innie, outie. So what do you want to be? You want to be an innie or you want to be an
1: outie? Right. They're voting for innie quite a bit on this show. It's time to Audi.
4: And it's, it's time to out. Yeah, mm. I agree. Roz, Roz is right. It's time to get Audi. out
3: there. Get into take Eagle those walks. Rock.
1: Get into the bear culture.
3: Get into bear culture. Get a Colorado Street Donut. You ever go there?
1: No. I
3: don't know. That might be the Pasadena cusp.
1: Oh, I can't have sugar.
3: Oh, that's right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was one of the things was cutting out Noom, sugar. Right. And then Catherine brought me a coffee today that had sugar. In oh. it.
3: <laughs>
4: are you freaking out right now?
1: With joy, yes, it tastes like an actual dessert. <laughs> I go, I forgot about the sugar thing, How and, I, and I go, yeah, I love the coffee. Does it feel not
3: and, having and sugar? And I, I
1: took a sip of this, and I go, Catherine, why does this taste like a dessert? And then I go, oh my god, because I haven't had sugar in two weeks. How now. are you feeling? No different. Oh, feel, no,
4: that's awful. I
1: feel <laughs> no change. I've lost no weight. If anything, I've gained Because oh, no. I'm like, oh, I'd love ai po- You know what I eat every day? Seven potatoes and a block of cheddar cheese. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my
3: God. Lizzie. <laughs> mm,
1: okay, both think bear walk. Both I feel. think
3: so. Mm. And you'd be
4: facing your fear, which is kind of cool.
1: Right.
3: Your yes. very likely fear of a bear... <laughs> storming through Eagle Rock and attacking you.
1: Yes, I need to get over it. Also, I need to get over my fear of my driver's license falling out of my fanny pack, which happened to me when I was walking to the same friend's house once a couple weeks ago. And now I was like, now all of Hollywood will know my real age. (laughs) Oh no, what if someone finds it? Now I won't get into cast in a web series. Oh. (laughs) Someone finds my driver's license. I didn't know she was this old. I have Googled myself, and the first thing is, like, birthday?
3: (laughs) Question mark?
1: Birthday (laughs) (laughs) question (laughs) mark. Okay. You have been such lovely guests. Uh A true joy. Uh This is an
3: honor. This is, like, this is a dream come true.
1: That makes me so happy. I have listened to
3: every episode since the day it came out, and this is definitely... A huge, a huge! I've been wanting to me. have
1: both of you on. You're on. I have a dream oh. list. <gasps>
4: we're guess. on your dream list. Yep. That is huge. That is actually
1: a huge. huge I had problem. you both on, and then I was like, it's all a matter of like mixing and matching, and who I think is going to be good together. And you guys mm-hmm. were magical, and the sorcerers. I was going to say, <laughs> you know
4: what? And I'm a sorcerer. You're a sorcerer.
3: Mm-hmm. This is
1: sorcery. I love it. Do you have something coming up or you want people to listen to,
3: perhaps? Oh, yeah. My podcast, Ghosted by Roz Hernandez. Um, you were on, Oscar. You're, Oscar was on probably, God, three years ago. Yeah. They're all oh still posted, so you can just go through the feed and find it. And Oscar has an incredible story. <gasps> people tell, like, their real ghost stories. And lately I've just been having on Comedians and we talk about paranormal stuff. It's all ghosts and aliens and psychics and, like, all that kind of stuff. And um and Lizzie is about to be on.
1: <gasps> I'm so excited. <gasps>
3: I can't wait. So um, we'll be recording that. That'll be out very soon.
1: Yes. I can't wait. I'm so How excited. exciting. Oscar. This comes out on Thursday, by the way.
3: Oh yeah. I mean,
4: uh you can you can follow all or or none or two or one of my podcasts that I host, Spanish Ducky Presents, and Uh, All Latinx uh, culture podcast, uh, which is really fun. And uh, Podcast Killed the Video Star. It's a music video podcast where Mano Agapian and I try to rank the uh, top 100 music videos of all time definitively and uh, we need help and the way that we ask for help is to vote on our instagram at podcast the Video star to vote for your favorites the one that gets the most votes make it to the top 100 list
1: no way yeah, so it's
4: a bit of like a oh trl podcast show oh
1: my god yeah. and then
4: another one called inside the disney vault which is watching every single disney animated movie which we've done and now we're watching every disney channel original
1: movie. oh
4: my god oh my god decoms decoms and it's a lot and we're almost done and- which oh is crazy. Wow.
1: And and everyone watch uh, everyone Oscar watch, you reading can Model Land. If you can,
4: <laughs> I thought you were going to say, everyone watch so Oscar much. on Minx. Oh, sorry. But everyone should watch <laughs> Minx on HBO Max. It's yes, streaming. Yes, I love it. It's, yes. it's a fun
1: show. Oh my God, it's so exciting. You guys, thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Thank you again to my incredible guests, Oscar Montoya and Roz Hernandez. And now let's dip a paw into the future first i'm going to draw a card for bear walk i love this six of wands i'm making a victory lap (laughs) um it's someone on their horse it's there's a wreath on the horse there's like reason for celebration perhaps this character just got to the final chapter of clan of the cave bear um But it's kind of like a success, possibly a public recognition. Now let's draw a card for Zero Talk. Ooh, okay. I don't love it. Eight of Swords. It's a woman just standing there, and there are all these swords just driven into the ground, and she's blindfolded and bound. So she's kind of imprisoned by her own thoughts. There's a slight, like, um a little bit of a victim mentality going on. I'm trying to think of a positive spin on it. Maybe, maybe also take away the sight. Maybe I wear a blindfold as well for 48 hours. And again, happy 20 week anniversary. Thank you so much for listening. And now I have no choice but to ask you, bear walk or zero talk. The decision rests solely in your hands. Sky Audio, a podcast a podcast network.